What's up, everybody? This is Kyle Krieger, and I am one half of the team at Lighthouse Educator Development and Value as Value. And I want to welcome you to this episode of the Value as Value podcast, along with Wilkie Law. We started this podcast three years ago to help teachers become the kind of teacher their kids deserve. And we're so thrilled to be joined by you on this journey and to have you be a part of our uh, teaching community. So you're here because you want to get better. You want to be that teacher your kids deserve. You want to be that teacher your kids need. And we hope to help you become that teacher by sharing our stories and the stories of educators from around the country of how they built their craft through experience, how they continue to sharpen their skill set through reflection, and how they're leveraging their authenticity to be the change that we need to see in our kids. So we're thrilled that you're here and we're so glad you joined us. But before you do that, if you don't mind hitting the subscribe button, we'd really appreciate it and sharing this episode if you find value. If you want to find us outside of this podcast, you can do that on YouTube uh, as Value Adds Value. And as well, you can find us on Facebook as Lighthouse Educator Development or Twitter and Instagram. You can find us at Value Adds Value. But for now, we hope you enjoy this episode of the Value Adds Value podcast. What's up, everybody? Kyle here from the Value Adds Value podcast. We want to apologize um, for not having put out a podcast in almost a month. But, um, you know, we, like everybody else, and especially every other teacher out there, are just trying to find our way during this time. And um, we had a ton of conversations, but it just never really was thought to record and and we have so many of them recorded but we just putting them out wasn't a priority but we've kind of feel like as much as we can we've got our thoughts in a row and kind of in order and are talking about the things that are important to us and figuring out where we want to be and we want to start to share these conversations with you and really want to help you focus on growing through this time um both personally and professionally, we believe that this is a chance for every teacher to grow and that together we can come back next school year to a educational system that will be different. We don't want it to go back to what it was prior to this because we're learning so much more about what we're capable of, but also so much more about what our kids need. So um, welcome to the first part of uh, a three-part series called Refine refined to refine and reinvent um and that's really what we feel like you should be doing to start out with especially in this first episode talking about how to just find stillness and let yourself hear what you need to hear from yourself and and to grow but we thank you again for your support of the value adds value podcast and for us personally and we want to make sure you know that if there's anything you need if there's anything we can do to support you in your classroom uh, please reach out to us on Instagram at Value Adds Value or Mr. K in room 508 or um or email us, whatever you need to do. Please reach out. We want to support you um, and we can't wait to show you and share with you what we've got going forward. So much love. Thank you for checking out the podcast and we'll be back on a regular basis. You ready? Absolutely.
Hey everybody, welcome back to an official recording of the Value Adds Value podcast. My name is Kyle Krieger and I am here gratefully and with great reverence and gratitude and respect for my friend, my colleague Wilkie V. Law III. Will, what's happening? What up, what up, what up, man? Enjoying this family time. Yeah. You see, I had to shift the narrative. Yeah. Have to shift the narrative. It's usually, oh man, you know, no, 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 no. Perspective says I'm enjoying this family time, and that's where I'm going to hang my hat at. Um, yeah, yeah. So today is April 10th. Let me see if I got that right. Yes. Today is April. Good 10th. Friday. It's Good Friday. Um, and and we're back to recording our podcast. We have some stuff that we put out, and we're going to keep putting out that we've done over these last few weeks of distance learning, but um, well, why don't we start with kind of the, a little bit of the backstory, the, the quote from ET that really has kind of shaped what we've been doing for sure the last week and, and why we're, we're on here talking about this podcast of refining, refining yourself to refine yourself. Well, um, you know, I've been, I've been doing the whole text messaging ET uh, he has a program where you you can text him, ask him questions. Um, you know, he gives words of encouragement um, to your situation. Um, and he made a comment and said that anyone who comes out of this quarantine, this time that we have to be set aside and set, you know, doing it, anyone who comes out, I can't, I'm trying to remember the exact words, anyone who comes out and they're not better, they only have their self to blame. There's no reason for you to come out of this worse than what you went into it. You know, in any situation, financially, emotionally, intellectually, uh, physically, whatever it is, there's no excuse. And he said, he, he said uh, what did he say? Um, if you come out of it not better or not have accomplished something, then he questioned whether or not you want it whether it was something you really wanted. And it got me to thinking about, you know, our book. It got me to thinking about the podcast. It got me thinking about the PDs we're trying to offer. And I just said to myself, this time gives you an opportunity to refine yourself. Because a lot of us, we've, we've lost ourselves in, in our everyday. You know, we, we talked about it earlier about how much literally FaceTime do you get with your with your spouse or your partner or your children on a daily basis? And when you say FaceTime, you actually mean face to FaceTime, not face yeah, FaceTime, FaceTime for my generation, not this generation's FaceTime. You know, how much actual time do you get? Yeah, face 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 to FaceTime. Face to FaceTime. Like what how much time? You know, you think a couple of minutes in the morning, if you're lucky. Um, you know, some people are out, some parents are out before their kids. Yeah. Some parents don't wake up and their kids get out on their own. You know, so you may get a few hours, few, maybe a, let's say an hour in the morning. Mm -hmm. And then let's say again, you get home by the time they get home from work. Quality time, you say another 30 minutes for dinner, maybe another hour of conversation. So you're looking at on average about two to three hours in a normal day that you would spend with your spouse or your kids. 
two to right. three hours. Right. So you think about that in a week, in a work week. That means you're getting anywhere between 10 to 15 hours a week with the person and the people that you love the most. But you give your job 40 hours a week. <laughs> on on a good week, you're giving. On a good on, week. On a good week, you're giving your job 40 hours a week. In a good week. And I'm not, not even as teachers. I'm talking about everybody else. Teachers, we don't ever work a 40-week schedule. I mean, I rarely, I don't know many teachers who work 40 hours exact and call it quits. I don't know any. You find me one who's mastered the 40-hour week with teaching uh, young people, and I tell them they need to write a book to help everybody else do it because there's not enough time in a day for us to do all that we have to do. Um, so it gives us an opportunity now to reconnect with that person that we are. You know, who are you when you strip everything away from you? You know, and, you know, we like words. Um, so I'm just gonna look at the word find. <clears throat> Excuse me. And my computer's doing something kind of wonky. I told you, it's trying to make me, it's trying to force me to buy a new computer and I just refuse. Um, Find means to come upon by chance or to meet with, to locate, to attain or obtain by search or effort. That's the one I want to kind of sit with. To locate, attain or obtain by search or effort. Because we know that when you're talking about <clears throat> personal development, which is where we hang our hat, uh, we believe that you got to have that personal development way before you start professional development. Professional development is worthless, truthfully. It is completely worthless until you've found that personal development. And so if you think about it, if we've been so lost that we only spend two and a half, three hours a day with the people we love the most, and that's not... Oh, and just thinking about it too, like, and, and how are you really spending that time? Mm -hmm. You know, like, if you've worked a full day and you come home, and I don't even have kids yet, but it's still, you know, like, how, how often are you in deep conversation while one of you is cooking dinner, and then you eat dinner while the TV's most likely on, and then you sit down and you watch TV? You know, and that's what that's what strikes me and a lot of what we've been talking about what you're going to continue to talk about here is the the absence of all the distractions that we have yeah. and you know right now i've never thought i would hear my daughter say or any kid say that they're tired of netflix that they're tired of youtube that they're tired of tiktok they're tired of facetiming um <clears throat> there's this there's this drawing inside of them to want to connect with other people. <clears throat> and I'm trying to get my daughter to turn that drawing inward to start looking for herself in what she's doing, to start finding out and sifting through all the things that you do because I'm with this group of people, so I'm going to behave like this. I'm with this group of people, so I'm going to behave like that. And finding out which one of them are you 
and which one of them are gonna most likely get you to where your desired outcome is gonna be. So that's that first step is going in and refining yourself, relocating, reattaining, reattaining yourself intentionally. You know, I, I, I get frustrated when people sleep in during this time of teaching at home and it's quite time of quarantine. Um, if I sleep in, I won't be able to sleep at night. Mm. You know what I mean? Like if I, if I sleep in, then it's gonna be very difficult because my mind is going consistently. I told you the other morning, we were trying to have a conversation and because my brain had been so used to waking up doing just a complete dump in the morning, it was hard for you and I to have a conversation because my brain was trying to unload, some, up, up, trying, trying to, trying to okay. download to me everything that I had gone through that night and everything that it had thought of. And I wasn't, I was trying to have a conversation and my brain was like, no, I want you to talk about this because this is what I need to get out right now. You know, but I think once you start to develop that, um, it changes things. It changes things. And you have to, again, but it, it causes, it's, you have to find yourself. You know, and, and I think even even if we weren't on social distancing, uh, distance learning, quarantine, school, whatever you want to call it, this is the time of the year when most people need to refine themselves. Well, it's a testing season. We're, you know, mo- all of us would have been done with spring break by now. And we're looking at, okay, here's a two-month block between our spring break and the end of the year. We have our state testing, most likely. And then from there, you have sets of kids who just say once the state testing is done, that the year is done. But even not even blaming that, like, I know for me, it's just this time of year that you get so bogged down. And and I've just been hearing in my head, you know, the old saying of don't miss the forest for the tree. And I feel like at this time, especially with this distance learning, I found myself at times really missing the forest for the trees. And, you know, that refinding yourself, um, it takes me back to that first presentation. Oh, God, I can't even remember. I think it was maybe at Think Conference that yeah i know we had that we we had something about true north and it was finding yourself but just in this time refinding is is the key because if you don't find yourself how can you how can you re refine you know here's the question and, uh, and, and, and you're a homeowner now. This is yeah. your second time in a home yeah. homeownership. If you had not bought this house that you're in right now, could you have gone in and put new things in? No. No. So until you found it, purchased it, then you can develop it. Make it your own. Make it your own. You can't make you your own until you find out who you are. There's so many people who are trying to be what other people want them to be. And E.T. said something in, in, in the webinar the, uh, the other day. 
about this is the time that you gather up everything that you want to do. Anything that you wanted to do, any if it's a book, write it. If it's a if it's if it's a, a program, develop it. If it's um, if you want to be a storyteller, write your stories. You know whatever it is that it is that you want to do, this is the time to do it. There's no excuses. The universe has given everybody an opportunity to, to reinvent. And I'm not just talking about teachers. I'm talking about anybody. The universe has given us an opportunity to hit the reset button. You know, I hear people saying all the memes. You know, I saw one that was, again, I love the memes. I can't lie that the memes are not funny. They are. They're great comic relief in this drama that we're living. And one of them had to a couple who had eaten so much during quarantine that they got so big they couldn't fit out their door. And they say, oh, quarantine's over, but how do we get out the house now? You know, kind of as a joke. And I responded saying, nope, not me. I plan to come back better. Um, and a lot of people was like, good luck with that. You know, wait till the snacks kick in. And I'm not going to lie and say I'm not. I don't eat snacks. Yep. Got ice cream in my freezer right now. Yep, I do. Yep, I do. Mm-hmm. Shout out to H-E-B for their uh, their lemon cookie ice cream. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Amazing. But anyway, uh but I have that in there, but I also know that if I'm going to eat that, then I got to kill myself at a workout. I mean, yesterday I worked out so hard, it took two hours, almost two hours for my body to kind of normalize. You know, the first hour was getting my breathing under control. The next hour was trying to keep myself from sweating, you know? <laughs> and so um, when you think about it, you know, you just have to really look at it from, from the standpoint of what do I want to be? If, what would I do if I had no excuse that I did not have the time to do it? What would I be? You know, because we'll say, oh, if I had time, I would do this. If I had time, I would do this. If I had time, I'm actually drawing out a thing. I saw your little hat rack in your in your room. And I said, you know what? I need to get all my hats off of my keyboard and off of my closet door and off of the rack downstairs and off of the chair in my closet. Uh, yeah, needless to say, I got a lot of hats. Uh, get my hats out and I'm gonna create my, build my own hat rack. That's gonna be my hobby for the next week. You know, um, I'm doing everything I wanna do because I wanna build, I wanna put all my, all the wood that I'm gonna need, put everything down into a list so that when I do go out to, to Home Depot, to the Home Depot to go get it, I can shoot in there, grab what I need to get, come out. And actually, I can actually send them what I need and they'll have it ready for me. And I love that. Yeah, that's no. been really that's been really nice there because you know if the stuff is small enough, they have like those lockers mm-hmm. where you just you know you use a QR code and it pops a locker open. But I mean that's that's the kind of thing, and this is what struck me. And we talked a lot about this yesterday when we were prepping this. Is there's so few excuses. There's so few excuses. And, you know, what I mean by distraction is like, you know, we aren't distracted by going out to everybody's houses and going and doing all these things. We really, all, all the things that got in the way. And, and for me, distraction is just another way of saying time suck. Your time's not being sucked away from things that aren't important. 
it strips us away from everything that's not important. Yeah. Because everything that I love is in my house. And now I can say that literally because I had, you know, three conferences yesterday, virtual conferences, virtual classrooms with my kids yesterday. So I got to see them. You know, one of the kids made the comment, the fact that my room was pink that I was in. You know, and I was like, well, yeah, it's pink because this used to be my daughter's room and I turned it into my music studio, which is now my home office. So welcome. I see, but if you notice, you see some things that are familiar to my classroom. Mm -hmm. You know, you see a poster behind me that says, believe. Why? Because everything that I do in the classroom is a reflection of my home life. So everything in my home is a reflection of what's in my classroom. So I don't need to drop, do a backdrop. For, for my kids because my backdrop is, is where, where I am. You know, this is the same thing. This is how I taught my classroom. And so being able to bring them into this yesterday was very emotional. You know, um, you know, first question, first thing I told the kids when, as they were logging in, God, I miss you. And then when we taught them to enable their cameras so that we can see their faces, our program doesn't allow the kids to see each other that we use, they can only see the two teachers, myself and my co-teach, but we can see anybody who has a camera. And so they can hear each other and they can talk. And they were doing that quite a bit yesterday. It was just like a regular classroom, man. It was, okay, guys, let's stay focused. Okay, put the pen down this. You know, you know, it was just like, it was so great to be back doing what I'm doing now in, in, in my cleared mindset, my more focused mindset. Because it's getting okay, it's now it's, let's just give the kids exactly what they need. Well, and it reminds me of what we've talked about a lot in the past is, are you the same person in your classroom that you are at home? Is your classroom genuine to who you are? You know, because it's easy to have your classroom be one thing and then for you to be a different person when you're outside of it. But as has been stated a thousand times on this podcast, I'm a testament to the fact that that doesn't work that eventually one will bleed into the other. Man, you know, like I said, you cannot always, you can't keep your Halloween mask on through Thanksgiving. You know, but on the same token, like, as I think about it, it bled both ways for me. So for a long time, I tried to keep my personal life out of school and then it boiled over. But then on the same token, when I started especially working with you, and I shouldn't say it, because I had really good mentors at my first job, but when that whole thing fell through, it just kind of like, it didn't. But then once we started working together and we started, I started working on my life at school, I started seeing like, wow, who I want to be as a teacher, these people I'm hanging out with outside of school are not, are not helping me get closer to that. And that's like what we're saying with this right now, this time right now, everything I should be doing is getting me closer. And there's, you know, I, I think back to what you're saying about family, like, there's no excuse to not be focused when I'm working because I know I've got a ton of family time coming. And I know I have dedicated family time. So I can literally work my seven to four o'clock and feel great about that time and then spend my four to eight thirty or nine o'clock or whatever time with my family and be happy and feel good that I've put in the full day's work. There's no reason we shouldn't have all of our things done during our, our day. I, I shared with my wife as well. My wife shared it with me. She's like, 
you know, we get to have breakfast, lunch, and dinner together every day. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that I love being able to do is have lunch with my wife, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so to be able to do that every day is how we look at it. And, you know, we talked about it on the podcast before um, when we talked about the distance learning about creating a space. Mm-hmm. I know me. Uh, I'm very distracted. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Well, you could have said me too. I love how you saw all that in there. Like, like I'm not the same person. <laughs> and I know that I have to be, I have to create a space that I can get into to, um, to keep my mind focused. And so I turned my music studio into a, a makeshift office for a classroom. I was just kind of perfect part for the quiz. Again, I like the whimsicalness of being in my daughter's room. I have a big puppy poster here that says, eat, play, love. You know, it kind of reminds you of what's most important. Um, and, um, but again, I just think it's just a matter of right now, we have to dial in to channel who we are find that person again, redefine that person. And then go through the process of refining yourself. Mm -hmm. Refine yourself in order to refine yourself. Find with a D, go look for yourself. You know, use that, use effort. And the only way you can do that is really by spending time with yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, it, and it's, man, it is a, I was listening to one of the NASA astronauts talk about isolation, social isolation and being on the space station. And he was kind of giving tips. Um, and I said, you know, it's crazy that now we're living in an age where we have to get tips to, um, we have to get tips to know how to sit still. What is one of the things that we complain about kids as, as teachers? They just can't sit still. They just won't stop talking. But yet and still, when they're telling us to sit still, you still have people who are turning their, wow. their garages into clubs. I, that, that is, cr- I mean, I, I'm not surprised by it, but <laughs> yeah, that's crazy to me that, I mean, it's not surprising, but you know, people turning, you know, garages and basements into speakeasies, like it's, you know, the prohibition era, like prohibition was a government sponsored stop of, you know, this is not the same thing. It's a temporary situation that is made better if we sit still and made worse if we don't. You know, when you think about the number of new cases that are popping up everywhere, um, then it makes you really think like, why can't we get a handle on this? What's going on? You know, again, like I said, I keep going back to the fact that when we brought this up yesterday, that when we were in our classes, my class watching CNN student news. Mm-hmm. 
and the kids were watching and they were saying, oh my God, that would suck if we had to be stuck in the house all day long. That's what the kids were saying then. That's not possible. People are going to be out. They have to do this. They have to do that. Now we're living. The kids saw that happening in China. You know, when we were on spring break, we saw all the stories coming out of Italy, you know, who had a, you know, probably, again, people living on top of each other, you know, because Italy is so, so, so compact um, that we just saw this rapid rise. So then you start seeing people on their balconies singing songs and everybody joining in, grabbing an instrument and entertaining themselves. They used it as a sense of let's build community, you know. And it's like, we're not taking it serious enough. We're just not. And again, I stopped watching the news. I, I told you yesterday, I had to stop watching the news because I don't want to keep getting reports on what I'm living every single day. I don't, I don't need a report on, I mean, cause you know, the thing with that is you are in right now in to do your part for the country, you're only really in, you need to be in control of your square footage. And if you can control that, then you're winning. You know what? And that's, you know, that's like a reference to your, to your headspace too. And I, and I don't, and I didn't mean to say headspace because of that app, but, you know, just thinking about, you know, what, what gets in the way of stillness, what gets in the way of, of people being able to stop and go, I mean, well, first, I, I think th this struck me as so important. Are people willing to go look for themselves? Or do they even know that they need to? Or do they even know how to if they know they need to? Let me go back to what you said. What, what, what keeps them from, 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 from being still? Noise. We've become addicted to noise. We are a society right now that is addicted to noise because not all noise is bad noise. You know, um, I love waking up in the morning, going outside and you hear the birds chirping. It's a good noise. I've even come accustomed to the planes flying overhead and the stories of all the people that are on the planes as they're passing by my house so close to the shakes the top roof of my house. I, you know, you're growing, you're used to that. And you know, my people in, in Chicago and places like that, you know, that have the elevated trains know what I'm talking about when you having something like that rolling over you. Yeah, um, I, re I remember in, in college, in my college town in Winona, Minnesota, there was a, you know, it's a river town. Um, so there are trains everywhere. And like three of my five years that I was there, like, the train tracks were literally within, I could throw a baseball and get to the train tracks. So, you know, but it's amazing how like the first couple nights it keeps you up. But then from there, you don't, you don't even. It almost rocks you to sleep. You become so accustomed to it that it becomes part of your sleep. And when, it, when you don't hear it, like now we don't hear as much air traffic because there's not as much as many planes flying. Like we don't, like I can, yesterday I did not hear a plane at all. 
at my house, and you know the proximity of me to IH. Mm-hmm. Like it's literally in my backyard. I did not hear one plane yesterday. And that's crazy. But I knew that I didn't because I had grown so accustomed to hearing the noise. We've gotten so addicted to noise that when we get the silence, the silence scares us. And so how do we sit still is that we learn to embrace the silence. Sometimes silence is going to reveal some things that we we don't want to deal with. Mm. Silence is going to reveal some of our own discrepancies. And that's when we get into this next word, refine. Uh, one of the things that, that refining talks about, silence, it actually reveals some of those impurities or some of those unwanted elements within us that the only way we're going to become who we are is to address those, to embrace those so that we can dispel them. 